What's up, everybody? Michael Johnson here with the Business Choreography Podcast. I'm excited you joined me today because we have a very special guest. Today's guest is Calvin Wong, and I'm excited for you to meet him because he's going to shed some crazy great knowledge and expertise. Calvin owns a digital marketing agency that helps roofers gain predictability, consistency, and scale through lead gen automations. Guys, he is a cool guy, and I can hardly wait for you to meet him. So let's cue the intro, and let's jump right in. Listen, there's a lot to learn when growing and scaling your business. That's why we created the Business Choreography Podcast, where we talk about choreographing your marketing, operations, and sales into dynamic systems that increase your revenue and your impact. We'll explore solid business principles and discuss all things that make businesses dance to success with clarity. We'll help you figure out where the holes are in your business and what you can do to fix them. Think of us as your official business choreographers, aka your insider growth strategists. Remember, your choreography matters. Welcome to the Business Choreography Podcast. Calvin, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, how you doing, Michael? Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Excited to have you on and share your expertise and your wisdom that you've gained from your journey. Of course, as we dig into some of the things that you're an expert at and specialize in, I would love to start with the backstory. I got to hear a little bit about it. We chatted a little bit beforehand too, but I want to share with the audience your journey. It's never a straight path from where you start to where you start finding success. And I want to share with them how you got there. So let's go back a little bit to the beginning and talk a little bit about the path and the and the progression that you've made to doing what you do today. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. And you're absolutely right with the, uh, you know, success or life is never a straight path. You know, uh, when you're a kid, you think you're just going to go point A to point B and you're just an adult and you're going to do this job. And that's really not the case with life or, and especially with business. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, so, you know, you just kind of take one thing and learn from that. And where I really found kind of most of my experience was actually working at Mercedes-Benz as a automotive service advisor. I helped a, you know, the essentially the client to the technician, the liaison, and I kind of managed a team of 45 technicians. And that's where I kind of learned about leadership, sales, marketing, customer relations. And, you know, I'm really thankful for that and kind of led me to do my own thing and uh, chase my passion in videography. So I went to film school and from there I took some of those skills and uh, kind of equipped it with marketing. And right. here we are today with roofing <laughs> and uh, video production. That's kind of where I am now. <laughs> I love it. Tell me what it was about the video production we're going to kick back and ask some other questions as well about your experience with mercedes but talk to me about what was the draw for video production and why you decided to go to school and, and do that so i thought going to school was the best way to kind of get around people that already want to be a part of that industry and right. are committed to it you know uh, yes, I could learn all those skills by myself, but you kind of lose the sense of community and what it'd be like to actually working with, you know, fellow industry leaders or future industry leaders. And, you know, that's why I kind of decided to go through the school path versus you know, just learning on my own. Right. Right. Does that I make sense? It. Yeah, I love that. And I 
am curious, you know, you combined and you could see the connection between, between the marketing that you were learning about and the sales and the videography, and you, you could kind of combine those. What was it that you saw that, that was important for you in connecting those things together? Uh, I would say, you know, with social media today and, you know, how a lot of it's going towards video, it's, uh, you know, video essentially is kind of like a piece of the puzzle in terms of marketing. And it's quite a significant one at this, uh, you know, with social media, where I would say 80% of the traffic right now is due to video on internet. Right. So it's uh, something that you can't really get away from these days. You know, everything's video. We're, we're streaming right now. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's a big deal. And, and so important. I'm curious. Uh, and we talked about it a little before the show, but let's chat about it again. What was it that, that drew you towards, uh, moving towards helping people like roofers and going into that specific niche? Cause I know it's so important to, to niche down. What was it that drew you to that industry specifically? Uh, I think you just have to try things out or, and find what works for you. You know, I went on a lot of different paths and, you know, you just have to see if it resonates with you. And at the end of the day, uh, when I worked at Mercedes, I dealt with a lot of tradespeople, including roofers. And it was just type of clientele that I kind of understood. And it's also, you know, in, in a sense, meaningful because we all need a roof over our heads, right? <laughs> of course. Of course. I love it. Talk to me a little bit about the necessity of niching down. I, you know, I, I think we can never literally when we're talking to business owners, we can never talk about it enough. And I'd love to hear your perspective on it and, and how, and what you would say to people that are still kind of looking at that going, have I niched down enough? Maybe I should go more. Maybe I've gone too much. Talk, talk to us about niching down a bit. Yeah, I would say there's a few things. Uh, a lot of my mentors say that, you know, you have to kind of be that expert, you know, it kind of comes down to, you know, it, would you prefer your general practitioner or a surgeon to, you know, do your surgery if you need to, right? And right. obviously pick your surgeon. That's why they get paid more. That's kind of like the idea between niching down and there's nothing wrong with always trying things, but kind of the importance is sticking to one and at least giving it like an actual shot. You know, if you don't stick to it at least for, you know, six months or more or a year, how do you really know that that it's just not your lack of skill or experience in that niche before, you know, chasing the next shiny object? And right. uh, a lot of us get stuck in that zone of shiny object syndrome. So That's just so not, not to fall in that trap is very important and really given one niche an actual shot and you know, develop those skills. Otherwise you're kind of always like starting over if you hopped into the neck niche or the next business. Yeah. I love it. You know, let's talk a little bit about behind the scenes, you know, obviously on the front side, we talk a lot about the business and what we're doing and, and how we're getting there. And, and the, uh, you know, the, the actual services that we do, but a lot of times for, the listeners of this show, it's super helpful to know about the background of running the business and some of the challenges and some of the, the hardships, because I think sometimes as business owners, 
we think that we're all alone. Like, it's like, oh my gosh, we're on this journey. Nobody else is having this hard time. And we see all these other successful businesses and it's like, wow, they're doing really good. Wish I was doing that good. Or a man, how come I'm not doing as well as them, right? It's easy to look outside. So talk to us a little bit about the the process of taking on being an, a business owner and doing yourself and, and working through those challenges to find success. Yeah, that's a, that's a big question. <laughs> that's a loaded <laughs> question. Yeah, behind the scenes, I would say we all have our struggles. Uh, it doesn't matter what level of entrepreneur or rather human being, you know, we all have problems and we right. all try to do our best to, you know, put a best foot forward. And I think just to, you know, there's sometimes having that facade is also important to uplift, you know, other people that are going through that struggle and, telling them that you're doing it anyways, even though it's hard. Right. 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 And personally for me, it's having the mindfulness, like having the meditation every morning, I think really helps personally for me. Right. Keeping a journal is definitely tough. It's a big challenge for me, but uh, I try my best to journal and really mm -hmm. it puts things more in perspective to you know, jot it down and look from a bigger sill of yourself, you know, you're not right. caught in, you know, the, uh, I guess the, the kind of like the buzzword now is like the hustle culture, right? right. Um, getting stuck in the hustle culture sometimes, <laughs> just thinking you're on alone going on this journey and we're all taking our, like, we want to get there really fast. And right. it's like, for, for what? We're like, why, why are we trying to get there so fast? Cause the next goal just kind of leads you to the next goal, you know, and that's what sure. life is, right? Yeah. What love a that. off topic, but <laughs> no, no, it's it's not actually. I think it's it's so easy to get stuck in the business side that that it's easy to forget about that. And I love that you brought that up because I feel like I see that a lot with a lot of entrepreneurs that they are sometimes so tunnel visioned on the thing that they forget to take care of them. And then all of a sudden, if the thing works, then they're miserable. If the thing doesn't work, then they're really miserable. Right. So now it's like, I, I think what you've said is, is perfect. I mean, for me personally, I definitely have a routine that I do. I think the meditations help, uh, you know, I, I, absolutely do that every day. And I have the routine that I do. Uh, you know, I found myself working out consistently, consistently and doing those things to make sure that I take care of me along the way. So I appreciate that so much. And I think we can never remind everybody enough that those things are important. And, and it doesn't have to necessarily be you know, your routine or my routine, it has to be that they need to find a routine, I think. And, and that's a, a really big deal. And it sounds like that's what you've done. And that's what you've figured out. I want to talk a little bit about uh, one of my favorite subjects uh, that that I know you like, which is uh, automations. I love the the idea. And of course, we talk about choreography all the time on this show. And so I love being able to talk about automations and the power that comes from that. And I think a lot of business owners just don't know 
that it's possible to automate so many parts of their business. So talk to us a little bit about what you've done uh, with lead gen automation and, and that type of thing that maybe some of these owners out there might not be aware of yet and that, that you actually do with your clients. Yeah, absolutely. So automation, I, I would say uh, it took me a while to kind of catch on in terms of seeing the power just because there's actually a lot of potential once you figure it out. And right. it's really confusing because it's so customizable to <laughs> any business. <laughs> so true. Right? And once you kind of crack that code of, you know, which avatars that you address and how they speak and how they want to be communicated to, you could easily predictably set up, you know, like a one-time thing, essentially, uh, whether it be email sequence or, you know, SMS, booking calendar, you name it. Uh, however they deal with business, you could add value in such a way that speaks to them and you set it up one time and almost like it's set it and forget it, right? Right. And the hard part is really the pre-production, the planning. And I guess also when I went to film school, like they spoke a lot about pre-production and it's something that I didn't really know when I did my own filmmaking prior to film school. Uh, so I started with photography and went to film, <clears throat> but that's another topic. Uh, ho however, like learning the pre-production and the pre-planning to execute your plan was really essential in terms of automation. And it's, of course, you have to test and optimize to, you know, always tweak to make it better. But understanding the, the core uh, of your audience and how they speak is really essential to setting up, I would say, the automation sequence. Does it make sense? Yeah, absolutely. What, what, I mean, this is, this is some cool stuff and I love it. And, you know, talking about being able to do those things is one thing, but what about these business owners that are out there and they, you know, they got into business to do their thing. Right. They got in to do the thing that they love to do. And all of a sudden they're listening to this because they're looking for some insight. They're looking for that thing that's going to be like, OK, yeah, I need to have that. And so if they're hearing that. But they're my I, you know, I talked to somebody today and they were like, you know, I'm not really techie and I know I need to have that, but it scares the heck out of me. What would you say to that? I mean, in, in terms of the fact that you help people do this. So like, what would you say about that fear that some of these business owners have about moving towards automation? Yeah, I hear you with that. With the fear with automation, I mean, the world moves forward with, with or without you. So <laughs> <laughs> I would say, you know, if you have the opportunity to adapt and see the, you know, a solution that you're seeking for that maybe you don't understand, you know, such as, you know, automation for, you know, marketing for your business, for example, like I help roofers, whereas, you know, we could set up something one time and invest money to predictably, you know, get your ROI back, you know, for example, right. if Michael, if I gave you a dollar and, or if you gave me a dollar rather, Every time I'll get you back $3. Would you give me a dollar every time? I would take out a loan. <laughs> there, there you go. And that's kind of what you look for in terms of automation and social media marketing, right? You know, you, you want something predictable time and time again. And, you know, 
in this world, we only trade two things. It's either time or money. Right. So you can't get time back. So I think money is a pretty good investment to get you more time, essentially. You know, through these automations, it'll save you a lot of headache. It'll give you enough data to understand your business and make adjustments. Whereas, let's say, for example, direct mail. You know, you could send out 100,000 flyers and who do you even know that really, you know, called you because of this flyer, if any. Right. That's rough. And and by setting up these types of automations, they'll be able to track it and they'll be able to see the data and start to understand it. And that's something I, I think you would probably help them with as well, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So in terms of our uh, business for roofers, we would get paid traffic and qualify them. And also we have a uh, backend CRM, like a customer relationship management tool, where every time someone fills in their information, that's kind of where these automations kind of kick in. Wow. Uh, if you okay. had a lead magnet or you know a booking calendar, this is all done for you once we set up for you. And it you know, could get as specific as if they put in their birthday, we can have like a birthday card reminder uh, personalized videos. If, you know, if that's how you want to set it up, right. <laughs> the combinations and workflows kind of are limitless in terms of how you want to shape and communicate with your business and your clients. Right. I love it. The, you said something prior to the show and I kind of want to dig back into it a little bit because I think it's, uh, an interesting, uh, perspective and an interesting thought. You said, you know, I, you said that you loved making film and the creative element, but you found that that doing marketing was really a great place because you could make money on that side and then really dig into the creative element of of what you were doing with filmmaking. Talk to me about that split and and the importance of that and how it's affected your life. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I would say it's different for everyone. Personally, for me, how, you know, my passion in terms of uh, creative aspect can't really be put into a business venture. It just right. doesn't work for me personally. You know, right. I know it works for some people and they become, you know, very great at what they do in terms of uh, that split and not having one. <laughs> Whereas for me, it. I really want to have my creative outlet as more of my personal own thing that I could, uh, you know, find peace and solace in it, essentially. Sure. And sure. leave the you know financial kind of aspect of it out of it, and just have that more as just like a, I guess like an emotional satisfaction towards my creativity instead of uh, just having like financial bonds to it. Right. No, I love that because I think a lot of people forget to talk about that side of the fence, and I think it's so valuable. I think it's so important, and I and I still, you know, in listening to you today and and in our conversation, I still think you found a way to kind of merge them a little bit and and still be able to bring those two things together. But I especially love what you talked about in terms of the post or the pre-production of the creative element of filming your videos. I mean, there's so much of that that goes into uh, the marketing 
and a lot of people forget about that. A lot of businesses forget. They're like, oh, I should do marketing. And so then they like jump in and they don't plan anything. There's nothing that's pre-produced. And so then they start wandering around. And that's why we talk about choreography a lot, because it's so important that you, you choreograph that piece, that pre-production and get it all put together. And it sounds like you have uh, really found a way to master that and to really put that together in its in its best form but using all the things that you love so i i think it's cool because you know so many business owners i there's a lot of people out there saying oh do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life and it's like i think there's a i think there's a flip side to that and it's it's doing what you love but also having your creative outlet of something else that you love that you don't feel like you have to get paid for uh and that that really does uh, allow you to to really get into the creative side of it and i think that's that's incredible i'd love to share with the audience like some of them are thinking man that that sounds really cool how could I get in and how could I maybe do something with uh, Calvin and how could they find you? How can they learn more about you and, and dig in a little bit? Yeah. If they want to know more, you could go to my website, uh, www.momentummarketingsolutions.com. Uh, so I only help with roofers essentially automate their sequences, their workflow and uh, consistency in getting more jobs and, uh, yeah, <laughs> I love that. That's great. Go check it out. Go check out that website and check out all the cool things that Calvin's up to. Guys, I am so excited that uh, Calvin joined us today. It is always a pleasure to have great experts that are doing some cool things. Come and join us and share with us their expertise. Calvin, do you have any final well, or parting words for us before we head out? Yeah, I just want to say I, I love your podcast. Uh, the one that you talked about, Power of Discipline, you know, I think that's a really strong one. And how you touched on, you know, the choreography of things, you know, that's kind of like there's an art into marketing as well. And there's like a creative aspect. And I love that you pointed it out the way you worded it. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Guys, go check out MomentumMarketingSolutions.com. Make sure you uh, give a good shout out to Calvin and let him know that you watched and you enjoyed it. And don't forget, until we meet again, keep choreographing your business, keep working on getting it better and taking it to the next level. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. Want more business choreography? Check out our website at bizchoreo.com to find out more. And find out how the choreography for your marketing operations and sales can raise your revenue and create more impact. Remember, every business needs choreography.